welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe. I'm Amanda, and I'm joined by my uh, incandescent co-hosts, Erica and Amy. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi guys. How's life? How's it going? How's the Dayton world? Meh. <laughs> it's that great. <laughs> I think... I, I was talking about OK Keep It with a friend of mine, and I called it the uh, the dating doldrums. And uh, I, I was I said that OK Keep It is like the dating doldrums. We're all kind of stuck in that place in the equator where there's no wind and nothing is moving and nothing is happening. And <laughs> yeah, it's very vivid uh, description. <laughs> It, it's like everybody is floating around aimlessly in the in, in the equator, and we can all see each other and maybe wave at each other. You know, you send an introduction, and people might wave back you back, but nothing happens. No one starts a conversation. It do, it doesn't go anywhere. Everybody is just kind of like in the same boat where it's like, why bother? That's what it feels like from my end anyway. Yeah, that's what it feels like from my end too, but more so on OkCupid than on like Bumble. And I've always been a hardcore, like OkCupid is the best. Uh, But I have noticed lately, um, I've noticed lately that on OkCupid, I have a lot of matches. I have a ton of matches on OkCupid, but they they just sit there. Yeah. And so nobody actually sends a message. Or And, I mean, a lot of, I'm going to say, a lot of times I don't send a message either because on OkCupid, I have found that usually I have better luck when the guy sends the first message. And so I do sometimes. Definitely. But a lot of times, you know, I don't or there's a guy I swiped right on that, you know, I was interested enough to swipe right, but not interested enough to reach out. If that makes sense. Yep. I've got a couple of those sitting in my inbox right now. (laughs) And well, I've got a lot to say about those in a second. So I'm not even going to talk about those yet. But it is and I mean, probably a lot of a lot of it is that there are a lot of those on both sides. Like everybody's kind of swiping around on people that they're kind of interested in, but not really. But on the other dating sites, it just seems like, at least on Bumble, because that's what I've been on lately, it's like, you know, I reach out and then the guy writes me back or he doesn't and then I move on. But more times than not, there are messages going back and forth at least a few times before we decide to unmatch. And on OkCupid, everybody just sits there. Right. Hmm. I feel like in the last couple of weeks, I've made more of an attempt. Like, I I have wrote a lot more people than I usually do just because there's nothing happening. And my success rate on getting people to write back is pretty, pretty crappy. Like, nobody is writing back. And I even just took new new selfies to put up because I put on makeup for the first time in six months. And I thought, oh, yeah, I'll put up new photos. I'll generate some interest. I got nothing. The only people that were writing to me were people from all over the world, no one locally. And so I was really bored and 
like, okay, I'd rather hear from somebody rather than nobody. And then it was like, yeah, I'm tired of trying to talk to people who don't really grasp the nuance of sarcasm and, and English language and that kind of thing. So I set it back and now I'm back to no one, no one local is writing. So do you feel like you're not matching with anyone local or do you feel like even if you match, no one's writing? Both. Okay. Yeah. What else are you guys on? And like out of curiosity, are you guys like paying for a full? I don't know if it makes a difference or not, but like paying so for. I, I am I am only on OKCupid, and I am I have kind of made the decision that I am going to pay for it. Um, I'm not going to do it until the spring when hopefully things are a little bit more when when we can go out and do stuff when hopefully more of us are vaccinated. I don't want to do it right now because I think it would be a waste of money because I can't go out and comfortably meet people. Mm. So that that's sort of one of my four spring goals is to try and see if I have better luck with the paid version of it because I've actually never paid for it before. And I'm kind of curious to see if there's a difference, like if I get more more satisfying matches well, I pay for it right now. I pay for it intermittently, and you you get more matches because you 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 don't necessarily get more intro messages, and you don't necessarily get more guys swiping right on you, but you can see everybody who swipes right on you, so you can see likes, you know, because nobody sees likes unless they pay or unless both people like and then that becomes other um and so if you pay you can see your likes so i can see everybody who has liked me what is frustrating about okcupid is you can't clear those people out because okcupid wants you to see that you have 500 people who have liked you or whatever right and so when you go to your likes and you're like well i don't like this person i think it takes them out of your uh, double take swipe area, but they stay in your like list. Whereas on Bumble, it clears from your like list or your hive or whatever. Gotcha. Um, and so that's, that is something I don't really love about OkCupid. Um, there's actually a lot I've, I've grown to not love about OkCupid, but I still think it, it, I think it has the potential to be the best dating site, but my theories are, as to why this is happening where so like I'll go through and I'll match on, on guys. And so I have a lot of matches because I can control that. I can just look at the people who already like me and then it's an instant match if I like them. But those conversations sit there. And today I went through, no, yesterday I went through and I, I cleared all of my matches. Like I went through and I unmatched with people who I was like, okay, either I'm going to send them a message right now or I'm going to unmatch. Why am I just letting them sit in here hoping that this dude logs into OkCupid and decides to, to message me? So I went through and most of them I just unmatched with because I was like, you know what? I don't really have anything to say to them. They had some, one cool thing in their profile but whatever. And so I, and then I, a couple of them, I sent messages too. But I think 
with OkCupid right now in the pandemic, a lot of people are just going to OkCupid to swipe to get that like mental high of like, you know, the dopamine that happens when you're doing something, doing something. Yeah. And then because on OkCupid, it seems like when, and my experience on OkCupid has always been the people who message have been better quality, um, better quality messages than messages that I've received on Bumble or Tinder. And so I don't know if it's just that people are like, hey, it's COVID times. I'm really not invested in sending like a really good email and an okay Cupid. That's sort of what's expected. I don't know. Uh, but the matches are just sitting there. And I understand that somebody might have matched, might have swiped right on me like a month ago. And then I finally matched with them and maybe they're not even on OkCupid anymore. They just still have their account. There could be so many reasons why a match is sitting there. But I never noticed this with OkCupid. Even last spring, this wasn't happening on OkCupid. This is like a new trend where it's like the spinning your wheels in place or or something. It doesn't go anywhere I think the more that OkCupid tries to be like Tinder and Bumble, the less it's going to work because it's like, well, why did I answer all these questions? I don't want to do the double take. I want to search. You used to be able to search match percentage plus last keyword online. You used to be able to search by keyword, too. I always like doing keyword searches because you could find find that one person out in the world who has the same weird hobby that you do. Oh, and yeah. you can't do that anymore. Yeah, and, yeah, they're really blowing it. And, and I think it's all just for money. They get money off mm-hmm. of it. And so they're, I don't think that they anymore care that anybody finds love on their website and I do kind of think that maybe I'm naive but I do kind of think that in the beginning they they did they were like okay we have these you know logarithms and we have this and that and it's going to help you find a match and I mean I know a lot of people who met their spouses on OkCupid and now it just seems like it's become trash. As someone who used OkCupid probably from about its inception, because I, I feel like I started using it way back in the early 2000s. I mean, back when I was, I'm trying to think of, I feel like I met at least one of my British boyfriends on OkCupid. And I remember enjoying the hell out of it, because I met so many people from all over. And, of course, I was 20. 20 something years old then but you know it it just it doesn't feel like it feels like even though I match up with someone and it's like oh yeah you have a, a 90 96% match with this guy you look through the profile and there's nothing there that's interesting it's like you know it I I question the validity of their match matching algorithm Well, I think the reason that the match algorithm is not working is because new people are not 
for the most part, answering those questions. So they answer, right. they answer like 20 questions. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, well, I have like 500 questions answered. And when I had my old account, I had like 1,500 questions answered, right? Same. And, and so, um, yeah, if somebody has just answered 20 questions and right now, all of the questions that are prompted are about COVID and stuff. So, I mean, there are a lot of people who are, who believe in vaccines that I'm not a match with, but if they've only answered 20 questions, then yeah, we might have a 96% match rate. And that means right. nothing. They do have a function on there now where you can, you know what you just, I just had a light bulb moment. So the last time I logged in there, I was looking at, um, they have a thing there now, and I'm going to look up what it's called exactly. While you look that up, I think we're going to take a quick sponsor break, everybody. We'll be right back. Sorry, that was just too perfect of a moment. Yeah. And we are back, and Amy is going to show us what she found what she was talking about and something that we could use. The light bulb moment has arrived. Yes. So a, one of the new features on OkCupid is actually called question pros. So I'm looking at it on my iPad and there's like little buttons up at the top and it's like, you can do new people, popular question pros nearby online passport for anyone who's overseas or wherever, I suppose. Um, so it's all almost all the way at the end. You have to scroll over to it. And it's all people who have answered a lot of questions, like more than the, um, I think question pros have to have like a certain amount of questions. So hopefully the idea is that your match percentage with them would be a little bit better because they've actually answered more than the minimum amount of questions. So, so that would be really great. I just look to see what what I'm classified as um, and question pros have answered 30 questions. Oh, fuck. Prodigies oh. have answered 100 and genius have answered 500 or more. I want a genius edition. OK, well, that wasn't such a light bulb moment. Never mind. It, yeah, it's I want a great genius concept. I, and I think that that just goes that just goes to show like how OkCupid has stopped believing in their own model, and yeah. I believe they've stopped believing in it because it's more financially lucrative for them to not actually find people matches. I mean, maybe I'm being real cynical. No, I don't think so. Almost feel I'm I'm trying to I feel kind of like I've been out of the loop like since you know dating the professor and I'm trying to think of a ethical way to like hop in and kind of see what it's like to be on there without being somebody who's dating because um, I kind of want to see what you guys are talking about and also what you know what further material we can get out of these. I wonder if you set up an account and gave the professor your passcode so that he could go on any time to see what was happening on there. Hmm. And then that would be 
just like to build that trust. And so, cause really you're not doing anything wrong to the people you might be matching to. You don't owe them anything. You know right. I mean? It still seems not quite, you know, because they're like, I mean, I, if I match with somebody, start talking to them, they're like, Oh, well actually, um, you know, well, you can, say do this, you, know. you can say you're looking for just friends because nobody really looks at that when they're swiping. And so yeah. if you're, if then they then go back and look, you're like, well, I said I was just looking for friends, because that is an option on OkCupid. Oh, true. True. Maybe it's something I'll look into, you guys. I just thought, you know, I was just kind of curious, because I'm like, has, you know, maybe the, you know, the algorithms, you know, I'm sure they have. It sounds like they are. And I would think that OkCupid, you know, yeah, they want to make money, and they've got to compete because they've got all these, like, Johnny-come-lately apps like Hinge and you know, Bumble and whomever else, you know, is out there. So um, I'm just kind of curious to see what the, you know, what the landscape looks like out there. Yeah, I feel like they've jumped the shark. Like you were saying, they they don't even, their business model was the whole, you know, that you do actually have the time to, you can really write about yourself and really, you know, the things that they promoted that made, okay keep it different they're getting away from that to the point that now they're no different than any of the other dating sites other than that you have a whole bunch of room to write stuff and a lot of people don't yeah and there were always some people who didn't but then you i always on okay cupid when there were people who didn't write stuff i was like okay right. they obviously are not like they're bots or they are just here for a hookup but right. now that's so normal on the other sites that people come on OkCupid and do that and they think it's normal. I'm reminded uh-huh. of what Tim talked about. I feel like I quote Tim saying this so often um, when he just talked about, like, if you market yourself to everybody, you're really marketing yourself to nobody. And right. that's not how he said it. But um, and I kind of feel like that's what OkCupid is doing instead of saying, like, hey, we are this niche market where and you know what if okay cupid would go back to what they used to have and get rid of the double take swipes and actually have it be search for people learn about i would pay i would pay for okay cupid me too um and i think that having that niche market would help the people especially the people like you and me amy who are more introverted and do want to want to learn a little bit more about the person before um, talking to them, especially me, since I like to meet right away, it was so helpful to have a lot of information. Right. That's my biggest beef with, with Tinder. And I know Tinder started as sort of like a hookup culture kind of thing, but I have a really hard time with Tinder because it's like, you have to find material for a conversation in 64 characters or less. I know it's not 64, but it's just, you have to, there's not a lot of information and, and it is a real struggle to start a conversation when you've got a really limited amount of information, especially when, when you're an introvert and you don't want to meet up with someone right away. I know the idea is more like, I, I equate Tinder being more like if you had met someone in a bar where you're just like, it's based based solely on whether or not you find someone attractive or good looking or whatever. But I think the flaw in that is, is that a picture isn't 
the same as seeing somebody in a bar. It's not. And then you got to rely on this information and there's not a lot to go on. And it just, it, Tinder is flawed for me also. So. (laughs) Well, and Bumble operates the same way as Tinder. And I mean, I like the idea of meeting early, but I like the idea of having more information and then meeting. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I don't know. So I've been really dissatisfied and, and I also haven't been on OkCupid as often. And I do still believe that when conversations happen on OkCupid, they are better, but there's just so many matches sitting there. And I mean, I probably cleared, I mean, I don't know how many I cleared out yesterday. I cleared out so many. And then I kept a few where I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep them for a little bit longer, even though I didn't message because I don't, I don't like to have too many conversations going at once. So I was like, okay, I will message these people if nothing happens with these other people I message. Um, and then, oh, I did remember how uh, I I dropped off the face of the earth on OkCupid for a little while. So there was this guy, and I had left his message hanging, and I felt so bad about it. But the last thing he said, I was like, oh, what are you looking for on here? And he was like, oh, well, I like um, women who are chatty and blah, 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 blah. And so it, <laughs> it's been so long, so I wrote him back, and I was like, hey, so I know you're looking for – um, a woman who's chatty and it's possible I'm not that because like I had not written back and then I, I just said hey you know I uh, I really haven't been on here because it's been a struggle for me when I don't feel like I can meet someone in person but now that vaccines are rolling out I see you know I feel like it's more of a possibility and so I totally understand if you don't want to keep chatting but um, you didn't unmatch me so I'm just sort of hoping we can pick things up yeah he unmatched me <laughs> that's fair enough fair enough I mean I I, you know I I definitely flaked out on him and that's you know that's fair but yeah I don't know I just okay Cupid if you're listening please get rid of the double take go back to promoting the questions let people search by keyword let people search by anything other than swiping Anything, anything other, than other than swiping. Literally anything. I hate swiping. Yeah. I do too. Um, yeah, and I think because I've been on for the podcast, and also I'm trying to find somebody, obviously it's not just for the podcast, but I've definitely been on online dating more in the last year than I've ever been online dating consecutively before. Um And so I got rid of like some of my other social media, like off of my phone, because I was finding that I was just spending, it's, it's, you know, all, all of social media is some form of swipe culture. Like it's a distraction. It's a dopamine rush. It's whatever. And Mm -hmm. so I took a lot of that off of my phone um, because I feel like it's not healthy, but it's a moneymaker. Yeah. I've been pretty proud of myself. I have not been on, uh, I check in on Facebook. I don't check in every day anymore, but when I check in, it's usually like just, a. you know, I check in, see what, see if I have any messages, see if anybody posted any photos. I'm usually in and out in under 15 minutes if I'm on per day. 
And I'm actually pretty proud of that. I feel a lot better when I'm not hanging or hanging out on Facebook all day. Yeah, same. My my one of my best friends who lives in Montana, she got off of Facebook during COVID just because it was just too too much, um, you know, negative stuff, bad information, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I find that since she's not on there, I don't go on to Facebook as often. Because, like, I used to go to Facebook primarily to, like, see what was happening with her and her kids. Because she's one of my best friends and I never get to right. talk to her. And we don't talk to each other as often now. You know, we'll send texts every once in a while or whatever. So I do miss that. But overall, I don't miss being on Facebook as much. Yeah. I Somebody else... I overheard them saying that they think Facebook is on their way out. And I didn't get a chance to ask them why they thought that, like to elaborate on that. But I, I kind of, I have no, no technical know-how, no, no reasons for thinking it, but I do kind of feel like Facebook has sort of had its bubble moment. Like well, it, yeah, because of, a lot of that stuff that came out about privacy and all that mm-hmm. stuff last election, plus young people are not getting on it at the rates that like we did when we were the age of young people. Like it's just not, it's not the platform. And so if you yeah. don't have new people using it, but anyway, we we're getting off topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Erica, any, any other, any questions for us? Anything you want to know? Do you miss Miss being, you know, in the online dating world? I do and I don't because I'm cur- always curious to see what's out there. But I, uh, I, de- <laughs> I definitely don't because it's just like the shenanigans and like the, you know, who is this person really and all this other stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, you know, if you don't have skin in the game, it's actually like entertaining and everything, but, like, when you're actually, like, trying to, you know, find somebody, like, legit find somebody, it's frustrating, and, you know, it's... I'm okay with you living vicariously through me. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, I mean, no, uh, not currently, and I'm I'm kind of out of it today, you guys, so sorry, dear listeners, uh, like, you're getting, like, you know, cobwebby, fuzzy-headed, you know, Erica, hopefully bounce back. And have some sort of material and questions and fresh insights uh, and, and things to ask you guys and for our, our folks out there, for you guys to, like, pipe in or if you've got any experiences yourselves, you know, for us to talk about. Um, but I yeah, have, it's okay uh, for right now. This might be a good topic for another episode, but uh, has anyone else gone through the whole blocking unblock block are you blocked are you unblocked uh cycle of communication with someone that you were or were not chatting with i'm going through something like that with someone and i'm very confused well i mean i think we have a little bit of time to delve into that today um if you want to well someone Someone from my past who has taken up way too much time on this podcast, and I agreed to try to remain friends, and 
after a lot of back and forth, we finally kind of got have gotten to a point where I think we're comfortable with each other. It's way different. It is not what I was hoping for because the thing that I wanted most is now gone. But I send this guy a message and it never shows up as delivered. So I'm always like, why the hell did he block me again? But then in that, like a couple hours or a couple days later, I'll get a message back. Ha ha ha. You know, that's funny because all we do is share memes and jokes because that's what we are now. I I don't know if it's like a I just don't understand the technology thing or what, but it is confusing as hell. And I get all freaked out and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I get all I get all way too mopey and upset because I'm like. He he blocked me again. What what's the deal? I didn't do anything to deserve that. And then I'll get a message back later and I'm like I'm just I yeah, I I'm still way too hung up on someone, but uh the, the whole blocking versus unblock, I don't get it. Okay, I have a theory, but I I have some questions before I can confirm if my theory is viable. Okay. So I've never blocked anybody and as to my knowledge I've never been blocked like on text. I I don't talk to people. Like I've had somebody delete my number, but I've never been blocked. Like let's say that you block me, Amy. Okay. And I send you a message. Now wait, on what platform? Is this text or Facebook? Uh both. Okay. So if I send you a message, we'll just go with text for this. And I guess okay. then the same question also for Facebook, but it, I think it doesn't really matter if you're doing both. If I send you a text and you blocked me, like you blocked me and then I was like, hey, Amy, look at this funny meme. If you then later unblock me, do you see the messages that I sent while, while I was blocked? To my knowledge, no. I don't it's- think it's a matter of, them I think they're just they are lost out there they never get delivered my understanding of the way blocking work was that you know you're blocked because they don't you don't get a little message that says delivered okay let's let's test this theory okay block me on uh text okay give me a minute I feel so evil that's it, Amanda. I've had it with you. You are officially blocked. <laughs> it's just really weird. It's like, oh, <laughs> hope you can unblock. Okay, you have been blocked. Okay. I'm going to send you uh, my current favorite GIF. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, remind me to unblock you later. <laughs> well, you're going to unblock me during this. Gonna... Okay. <laughs> but not right away. We're going to sit on it because I think some time we, we don't want it to be like too soon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure. Yeah, you're also is one of my favorites. So I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> I don't think that should work if I'm blocked. OK. 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 I, it didn't come through on my phone, but it came through on my iPad. That's interesting. OK. So my phone, I don't. I don't do read receipts, so I don't get the delivered, sent 
read messages because I feel like okay. that's with my brain. So on my end, it doesn't show delivered or not or whatever. Okay. Um, and I just sent an, a text to Erica to make sure I still didn't have one of those messages. Yeah, and I get it. And, <laughs> and since you're planned. Okay. That's so. a funny meme, by the way. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna work since you can see it on your iPad, but now I guess now unblock me. Okay. See if it shows up on your phone. This is an interesting experiment. Okay, you are now unblocked. I mean, it might take a minute. Yeah, I. Who knows? It may show up like a week from now. I just. My understanding is that any messages sent during a blocked period just get put out there and they never go anywhere. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Either, did you get that text? Yes, I did. Okay, and so you still haven't gotten the other one? Uh Uh-uh. But on your other device you did? Okay. Yeah. Weird. All right. Well, here's the thing. If he doesn't get the message while you're blocked, then he can't a week later respond, ha ha, that's funny. Right. So if that's the case, and that's how it works, you're not blocked. Okay. If it works, which it seems like it doesn't work the other way, but my theory, my working theory, which sounds like it isn't the case, is that he has you blocked when he's around the woman he's dating, and then he unblocks you when he wants to read your messages. Okay. Because he doesn't want your text coming through while he's with his girlfriend. Gotcha. Okay. But it sounds like that's not the way it works. So. Yeah, that's why I. So yeah, you're. I so I don't. Know. You're being blocked. Okay. I think you're. He maybe just has read receipts turned off or whatever. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, like I don't have read receipts on. I don't want you knowing when I got or read a message you sent me. You know what? I'm turning all my read receipts off because I don't want anyone to know when I get their messages either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what? why do I want to have to respond quickly just because I think you're going to have anxiety if I don't respond right away? Like, no. And that's totally what it is. It is It is totally a, a an Amy has anxiety thing, and it's so stupid. And I really get annoyed with myself for reacting to it when I shouldn't give a shit at all. (laughs) And yes, I see you shaking your head at me. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) I mean, I would like credit for not admonishing you for texting this person in the first place. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You notice I did not name him. And I'm not going to name him. I'm pretty sure everybody knows who it is anyway, but I'm not going to name him. I think our avid listeners will definitely know who you're talking about. (laughs) So I was, um, you know, listening to this and kind of scrolling through my stuff. All right. Should we wrap this up? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I love... Listening to you guys. I wish I had more stuff to contribute, but I don't. But I love listening to you guys. But I think this is a good stopping point. Yeah, I think so, too. So. Um, and, I mean, time-wise, definitely. So, um, Amy, do you want to take us out? Absolutely. You guys know where to find us. You can listen to us on Anchor FM, Apple's, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and there are a couple other places. 
we'd love to hear your questions, your concerns, if you want to be on the podcast, if you want to tell us how wonderful we are, um, any of those things, you can find us at letsswipepod at gmail.com. That's letsswipepod at gmail. And by all means, definitely follow us on Instagram. Give me some love. We want to increase our followers. So uh, definitely follow us at Let's Swipe on Insta. And we will see you guys next week. Everyone have a great one. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>